I'd like to give a big shout out to the Hoodoo Gurus who have given us permission to use part of their song, That's My Team, as our new podcast episode intro for all of their music. And whenever they are going live or performing live, head to their Facebook and their Instagram. The links will be in the description below. Be sure to give them a like and a follow as well on Facebook and Instagram. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Final Tackle Podcast. And we're joined by a... A, an AFLW rising star, you could say. Um, she plays for the Collingwood Magpies, who are my beloved team that I follow in the AFL and AFLW. She's a force to reckon with in the forward and the ruck. Her name is Erica Fowler. Thank you very much for joining us. No worries. Thank you for having me. No, no dramas at all. Um, so let's get stuck into it. Uh, what was your debut like playing in the AFLW? Um, it was probably, yeah, it was actually so surreal, um, something that I didn't think was actually going to happen that year, and um, I don't think I've ever been so nervous for something in my, like my entire life. Um, you go through like every single um, bit of emotion from slept on the bus on the whole way down from yep. um, the club down to Geelong and woke up just zonked. And I was like, oh, no, I can't play a game. Like, what's going to happen? And <laughs> got off the bus and like you get that adrenaline rush. And I reckon I played a game before we'd even warmed up that's how <laughs> yep. like fast my heart rate was going and I was just like couldn't stay still and it was just one of those just like oh and then it just goes like a blur like the whole game once it was over I was like you're like oh wow oh, that it's happened over. so quickly yeah, yeah. <laughs> no that's fine. Like, well. continue sorry <laughs> like I remember being in the change rooms and Shani Leighton and I had no idea what to do like everyone was like relaxed chilling out we're like just so amped up with all this energy and just started like singing and dancing to the greatest showman because we didn't know what else to do. Nice. We're like, nice. it's like an hour to like center bounce. We're just like, what do we do? Like, <laughs> everyone's sitting, but we, we don't want to sit. I was just like, Oh gosh. Wow. But no, it was, yeah, probably one of the most memorable um, experiences I've had to date. I think. No, nah, that's fair enough. I thought you were going to go with when you got there, you're in the sheds. And then next thing you remember, you're back in the sheds at the end of the game. Yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, have we played yet? What? Yeah, like, no, huh? <laughs> no that's fair. Um, so you also dabbled in uh, rugby sevens and rugby in general for the University of yeah. Queensland. Um, mm-hmm. First of all, what was that like? And second of all, what made you decide to make the switch to AFL from rugby? Yeah, good question. Um, I grew up playing rugby union. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I started playing... Gee, when I was like six years old. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, up until it was just like, yeah, my brother did it and my friends at school did it. So I was like, I want to do it. Um, yeah, nice. Dabbled a bit in netball um, for like one session and dad said that I hated it. And I was like, that doesn't surprise wrong. me. I didn't, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I didn't really want to play netball. I wanted to do what like my mates were doing. So uh, I was a bit of a tomboy back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I played that up until about grade five. Um, and yeah, this the school and the Sunshine Coast Rugby Union at the time were like, oh, um, due to certain reasons, you're not allowed like puberty and whatnot, you're not allowed to play rugby anymore. Yeah, um, so that's yeah, being about 11 years old, I didn't quite understand why, mm-hmm. but then I didn't really ask why either. So, mum was pretty quick and jumping on it, be like, no, go play soccer. <laughs> so, she got me involved in that, but then about two years later, I was in grade seven, and now. Um, the area started like an inter-school girls rugby competition in oh, senior wow. school. So, yeah, jumped up and played that. But, yeah, mum wasn't overly <laughs> happy about that. She, <laughs> yeah, she, I don't know. She just didn't really like me playing rugby for some reason. Too rough. And I was, like, I was going to say, like, maybe to maybe it was the soccer's less impact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I just yeah, fell in love with the game and 
um, yeah, played that up until what for grade 12 when that finished and continued that through um, my adulthood. But like, I didn't make my first ever state representative team till I was two years out of school, I think. Oh, wow. It was like, yeah. So, yeah, like I never really strive for that growing up because I kind of knew that I'd never play rugby because I'm a girl. Yeah, yep, I get um, you. Well, I mean, th- unfortunately, that's what it, the mentality that was put into women and girls back then. And now there's a oh, super rugby um, league for, for women now, which is wonderful. Sorry, continue. I know, it's so, I know, but it's like even like I think back to like, me saying like every time I say like I knew that I could never play for the Queensland Reds or play for the Wallabies because that's what I always thought as a kid and I look back at it now and I was like I can't believe that I thought that was okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) it was normal and now I'm just like no that's so wrong yeah I mean especially given now that there is a Queensland Reds women's team and everything (laughs) oh it's so it's so good to see that honestly it's Um, it's such a good thing to see the AFLW the NRLW even professional netball such as the Collingwood netball team Team, um the rugby it's, everything yeah. it's so wonderful to see it all like you know happening so sorry continue it's good, yeah it's unbelievable to see everything it's like slowly slow, every sport's obviously slowly blossoming and getting there but just to be recognized and be recognized as athletes now um i think it's like a huge step forward and to have that recognition and support's like awesome yeah it really um, is particularly a- for the young girls growing up and to see it as a normal pathway now. I was going to say, yeah, and segueing into the next question, because that actually flows in perfectly with the support and whatnot. Um, Yesterday, Mm. the AFL announced that they are fully behind and backing the AFLW for 2021. What was the feeling that you got when you heard about that yesterday? Oh, awesome. Like, it's been obviously an uneasy, like, time of year or period for every sport and industry and whatever industry you're working in. So, yeah, to have that, to have that come out and just have that sense of I guess something that you can look forward to. Yeah. As a as and a pending as well, yeah. it goes the way it should. Just yeah, it gives you that sense of like relief and a bit to be like, okay, if one thing can hopefully um go in the direction that we want it to, um, we've got that. So yeah, it's pretty exciting. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Um <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, what are your thoughts on the AFL restart at the moment and the possibility of there being a hub over in WA for the AFL? And what are your thoughts on if there could be a possible hub for the AFL women's if that becomes a thing? It's a very good question. Um, I think the, like, what the AFL is doing right now, they're doing it to the best of their ability and the compliance from for all the sure. players and stuff, being to what, what, what the information that they've been given. And to get the game restarted, it's huge in itself and the protocols and stuff that they have in place to have that happen and whatever is going to occur they have that all there for a reason so to have it where it's at a huge feat in itself um and you're going to come over across like you're going to cross hurdles and and come across things and it's just about what do you do and what action plans you have in place when those do happen yep um but like everyone's flying blind now um like you never had a a pandemic as such globally. No, God, um, no. So a lot of industries and um, healthcare and the world is just taking it in its stride. Like we don't know what the next chapter is going to be or what's going to be around the corner. So you're just doing what you think is right for now and we just have to ride the wave. Yeah, no, and that, not that's everyone's fair. Not everyone's going to be happy, I don't think. But, you know, if we can all get there around and support each other, it's... Um, and if you can get a majority of them on your side sort of thing, then... There will be, obviously, as you said, people who won't be too happy about it, but hopefully we can keep that number much less than the people that are fine with it and or happy with whatever is going on. 
Absolutely. And like, given like, I guess like sometimes I might, you, an outside opinion and not being in the industry is like invalid. Mm. So it's all in-house. So whatever decision that um, the AFL and the, all the clubs make, that's up to them and um, being a, an avid supporter, um, you know, I support whatever decision they make. So um, oh. see, what, see what happens. No, that's fair enough. And again, perfect segue into the next question. Who did you support in the AFL when you were growing up if you did follow the AFL? <laughs> <laughs> I I was one of those typical Queenslanders that didn't like AFL. Ah, uh, um, yep. I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, I yep. was that. Yeah, that was just being brought up in a rugby state. Oh, for sure. Um, mind you, didn't didn't really like rugby league either. Okay. Um, no, not growing up. I was grew up in a, a rugby union. Was massive on the Sunshine Coast. So yeah, it is. Yeah, um, yeah. Grew up playing that, and as I got older, started to watch the league and a bit of AFL. But I haven't really started to get into much AFL until I started playing it. Okay, um, and obviously because really? you're contracted with uh, Collingwood, are you obliged to say you follow Collingwood or would you say you follow a certain other team or other teams in the AFL? No, I'm definitely, I'm a huge Collingwood fan. Okay. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, through and through now. Um, yeah, like mum was from Melbourne. Um, okay. She didn't really tell me that they were Saints supporters oh, back in the day. okay, 2010 um, grand final. But she, yeah, but she never, she never told me. And so it wasn't until like last year that she told me, she's like, your grandfather would be turning in his grave. <laughs> I was just like, oh, well, here we are. Yep. <laughs> so, well, you're like, it's the um, chance I was given. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, but yeah, she, as again, she pretty much grew up in Queensland anyway, so she's a bit of a union advocate as well. But no, definitely a, a Collingwood supporter through and through. Now that's fair. And speaking of your time playing for Collingwood so far, who, which yep. team would have to be the toughest that you've played against? Oh, toughest. That that could be physically. I think from a, yeah, physically, I'd probably say um, Carlton. I okay. think they're, they're very phys- they're, they're extremely physical, uh, especially their midfielders. Um, but yeah, definitely your North Melbourne. They're they're very good across the board. But probably the toughest game I think I played was um, against the Melbourne Demons. Oh, okay. Yeah, they just play a very good good brand and style of football. Um, yeah, definitely makes you think and run. So, yeah, that'd probably be the hardest team I played. No, that's fair enough. Um, Cody Jacques actually said as well, the Carlton was the toughest physically team that she's played against. So yeah, they that, just that... go hard at the ball, <laughs> and you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, oh, that's gosh. fair. Um, yeah, if you could have one superpower, what would it be and why? Um, superpower. I think I'd probably want to fly. Yeah. I reckon. Yeah. No, that sounds pretty easy cool. To, easy to transport to places and well, I mean, get yeah. to see everything from a bird's eye view is always good. So, For sure. Yeah, and, and speaking of your transport, that would also help with you going from between Brisbane to Melbourne every few weeks for your games. How did that? Yeah. How did you handle that? Um, and are you and are you still having to do that once the AFLW resumes this year? Um, so I did that in the very first, or the inaugural VFL season that Collingwood okay. entered, so yep. 2018. Yep. Um, yeah, the club were so supportive in that and um, just given like obviously I wasn't down here for any of the pre-season um, yeah. that the girls were a part of or, or anything. So like, I knew I had my work cut out for me to obviously stay physically fit and keep my skills up given I wasn't actually um, yeah, training the down training there with them. them. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so um, it was difficult at times because when I was home, I was obviously still tra- I was playing rugby um, at the time. So fly down for about 10 days. Um, play two games, fly home for either two to three weeks 
um, and then just like, you know, work my bum off um, to pay to come down again. But I look back at it now, like I don't ever regret it. It's probably one of the best experiences I've ever had. Oh, um, yeah. And it's obviously gotten me the opportunities that I have today. So, um, yeah, it was it was hard at the time, but it was it was definitely worth it, um, 100%. So, yeah, but it, it all stemmed down to the support from the club and the, the support I got from Collingwood was just unbelievable. No, that's wonderful to hear. Um, <coughs> excuse me. And we've got, a, I think, two or three more questions. Um, I've covered your grassroots. Ah, so when you made the switch to AFL up in Queensland, you played mm-hmm. for Yoronga. And yep. you guys actually had a win in 2017 in the QWAFL, so Queensland Women's AFL, against Core Peru. What was that like being part of a grand final winning team? Yeah, I don't think I'd ever won a grand final in my life until then either. Wow. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> and they are very hard to come by, very hard to come by. Um, Some people go their whole career without ever winning Yeah, one. definitely. Yeah, it was definitely hard to come by. But um, no, we just had a really, really good group of girls. Like got to play alongside the likes of like Emily Bates and Kate McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sabrina frederick Troll was playing with with us at the time. I'm pretty sure. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, we got to play along with like some of the great AFLW players um, at the time. So yeah, to win that grand final was just, yeah, it was, it was so cool. Um, but yeah, those girls definitely converted me to AFL. That's for sure. <laughs> Nice. Um, and two more questions left. Who was your um, sporting idol? It can be rugby, it can be AFL, it can be anyone really that you looked mm-hmm. up to growing up. Um, Growing up, I think my sporting idol was more uh, like Susie O'Neill growing up okay. was a big one. And then once I started to realise that Australian rugby had a female team, um, was Emily Cherry, or okay. still is actually Emily Cherry. She's an unbelievable person and athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, just the way she presents herself, the way she performs, her elite habits, she's just, um, yeah, an amazing role model to have. And then, yeah, in the University of Queensland, um, University 7 Series in their first season, we actually got to play alongside her. Oh, wow. Um, and just the knowledge and um, expertise she bring both on and off the field was just, yeah. Um, really humbling to have been a part of that. So, yeah, probably Emily Cherry still is to today my my role model. Wow, um, that's awesome. And last question is: Is there any advice you'd like to give any young girls who are aspiring to make it in a women's professional league, whether that's the AFL, rugby union, netball, basketball, etc.? Yeah, I think like the biggest thing I've learned along, I guess, my my sporting journey is that, as I said to you, I've made my first state team in um, my second year out of school. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you, you might not be the best, you might not be the tallest, you might not have any attributes that for, at that time people want. Um, but like if you put your head down and, and get working and find out what people do want or what you think you can do better at or be different at um, – you, you might end up being rewarded for that um, and it might not come the time you want it. It might come two, three, four, five years later. But, yeah, if you really want something, um, it's definitely worth pursuing. Yeah, no, that's that's awesome. And I think that goes for saying across the board. Um, thank you very much for joining us. See you, bye.